everybody, and welcome back to Trophy Talk, the bi-weekly trophy hunting podcast here on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, you know, you name it, we're there, we're ready to go, we're giving you that good goodness. I'm one of your hosts as always, CK Present, Colin Colhoven, joined by Eli Downing and Daryl Fuimano. How you boys doing this morning? Excellent. Excellent. Awesome. <laughs> you said that like with E-G-G, excellent. You know? Yeah, I'm also have all my fingertips touching each other and oh. like touch it ry- rhythmically, you know? Oh, yeah, you're doing the th- like the thing where you like roll your fingers. I don't know how to describe yeah, the, that. Yeah, the full on evil genius. Yeah, I like it. I like Finger it. Finger tap. You guys ever watch Finger that roll. show, uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, by the way? You guys seen that? Yeah. No. Okay. What? Oh, wow. That's okay. It's a doozy. It's yeah, a doozy. You, you got to check that show out. The beginning of every episode. So it's on HBO Max now, which I like didn't realize until a couple days ago. And I was checking some of it out before bed. And it was like, oh, man, I forgot each episode starts with that like evil scientist doing some sort of weird experiment in his lab. Mm. So that's what that the finger rolling reminded me of. So go check out Aqua Teen Hunger Force. They're like 12 minute episodes. Very. Yeah, they're pretty funny. I own some on DVD. or who. <laughs> They're yeah. pretty out there, though. Oh. This is one of those, uh, what was that, late night? Uh, adult uh, like Swim. Cartoon out? Yeah, Adult Swim shows. Yep. yep. So it's adult. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, <laughs> I just saw the one recently where Shake goes down to, like, Guatemala and gets, like, facial implants. So he gets, like, cheekbones put in and, like, a chin. And, like, and he gets a nose oh job God. and stuff. <laughs> it's just, like, all falling apart in front. Yeah, so... Pretty good. I actually used to watch that show with uh, my mom. She loved the Moon Men. She thought that was like oh the funniest goodness. shit she'd ever seen. So good stuff oh, right there. I've yeah. seen this before. I've never watched it, but I know what you guys are talking about. Yeah, it's from that golden era of Adult Swim, the like early two thousands. <laughs> yeah, Robot Chicken. Mm hmm. C Lab twenty twenty one was on there. Like, I can't. Did Family Guy start on Adult Swim? You guys remember? I don't know. Oh gosh. Oh no! I don't remember either. Oh, is that where um, Metalocalypse was too? That show uh-huh. was amazing. That show's on that HBO now so as well. Good. You can watch that. Oh my goodness! And Need squ- to get HBO. And squid, the the DVDs billies. for that. <laughs> the DVDs for that are super expensive. Hmm. Okay. Not super, but it's like, like twenty bucks. Like yeah. Yeah, it's not. Uh, I mean, for that show, it's higher than I thought it would be. I'll put it that yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you also get, like, the day and date. It's kind of cool. Like, we had HBO Now, and it just became HBO Max. I don't really know if... Like, I didn't get a notification that we were, like, getting a change of service or, like, Mm. paying more. Maybe we are. I don't fucking know. But now you get, like, day and date releases for, like, the, uh, like, Warner Brothers stuff. Like, that is in theaters this year. So, like, Wonder Woman 1984, you could watch it on HBO, like, the day it came out in theaters, basically. Um, And the same thing for... uh, King Kong versus Godzilla, or I think it's called Godzilla versus Kong this go around. So, pretty pumped to watch some of that action. <laughs> Sounds like a war of the monsters. Basically, yeah. You can sense a theme here. When I get into a certain thing, I kind of like, mm-hmm. I go all in on all the mediums, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I'm glad you guys are doing well. Thanks for joining me this morning. Episode 25 is kind of a, a milestone of sorts. I mean, it's not as big as 50 or something like that, but... It feels significant to me. A quarter century yeah. of episodes. Twenty six is twenty six is the is the real mark though. Twenty six is the one year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We're coming up on one full year of the show, listeners. So 
you know, thank you again for all your listens and your comments and becoming involved in the community. You know, the huge part of why we do what we do, and we're uh, very grateful. So, thank you again. We'll have more to say about that when we get to the one year. But to start it off, we're going to get the brain juices flowing a little bit with a question that is quite strange. So, I have to admit, I did not come up with this idea. I, I was listening to another podcast and heard a permutation of this. But here's the premise, okay? We talk a lot about foods on this show and strange foods. We don't talk a lot about liquids, right? So I'm going to give some love to the liquids. And here's the question, okay? Imagine a world where you are only, for the rest of your life, allowed to drink five liquids, okay? Or five different drinks. Now. Here's the caveat, right? This is an important caveat. Eli didn't understand this last night. This is tied to your DNA, okay? You cannot share your kombucha with anyone else if you choose kombucha, okay? That's your kombucha. It's your DNA kombucha, right? So if I say I'm going to get lemonade as one of my drinks, and Daryl's like, I'm going to get iced tea, and together we can make Arnold Palmer's. It doesn't work like that. He's stuck with the iced tea. I'm stuck with the lemonade, which is not your a bad body. thing to be stuck with. Your body would immediately reject. Right, the you reject opposing it. Opposing fluid. Right, you become like a grape in the sun. You would just shrivel up. You know, you'd be. You, it would be really bad. You basically your whole genetic code would break down. Okay. You would, yeah, melt down <laughs> from the inside out. Right. Straight from the DNA. You're like the witch in Wizard of Oz when they put water on her. You just melt. All right. So be careful what you're picking here. But you get five drinks that you can drink for the rest of your life. Now, a couple other little clarifiers here. You can be as specific as you want, or as general as you want, in the sense that you can say. For, uh, for water, right? You can just mean tap water, uh, Brita-filtered tap water, or you could say, I want Arrowhead bottled water, right? What, whatever is striking your fancy here. And the other thing to remember is if you say coffee and you normally have your coffee with half and half, that's another liquid, okay? So it's two liquids right there that you're tying up. So I will start to give you guys some time to think about what your five liquids are. Because I've put some thought into this already, as you can tell. So here's my five liquids. This is setting me up for the rest of my life in this weird universe, right? Number one, Brita filtered tap water. Okay? Easy peasy. That's my baseline. That keeps me going. Keeps me chugging. Right? Keeps me peeing. It's good. It's all around good. Then I got, for a little bit of a mix-up, lime-flavored LaCroix. Because it's pretty mellow, but it is a fizzy, carbonated, sparkling water drink. Pretty great. Number three, hot coffee. I'm going to clarify, not as iced coffee, but hot coffee. That's fine if I don't have half and half for it. A-okay with that. Number four is going to be the glass bottle of Coke that you can get at a lot of taquerias or some, some grocery stores, stuff like that. But it's with the, the cane sugar, not the high fructose corn syrup. Okay, that's, that's the real big thing there. Delicious, that Coca-Cola. And then the last thing is I want to throw an alcohol in the mix. So I'm going to throw in a Racer 5 IPA, which I don't think is my favorite IPA, but it's certainly very drinkable. So that's my five liquids. That's going to tide me over till the end very of time. Thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Thoughtful. Interesting. I mean, I'll start off with the, the easy ones, too. I, my one would be water. Mm. Um. I don't need, and I'm not going to specify Brita filtered, but a more healthy water would be nice. I mean, do I have to specify? 
which brand of filter I use. If you don't care, then you're just going to get a random water, you know? You're filtered gonna, water. You're going to get I mean, a filtered water. Yeah. Healthy water, whatever that's. Smart water. Is that what you're saying? Not, not water from <laughs> Michigan that lights on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. That's the one. Yeah. <clears throat> that's your one clarifier. And then coffee. And I, I wanted to ask, is ice a liquid? Ice is a liquid, but since you have water. Ice is a solid. Well, it is a frozen liquid, right? So. Yes. So in my mind, for the, for, the, for the purposes of this thought experiment, I'm considering it a liquid. But I will say, you chose water. So you, can, you have access to ice, given the right temperatures. Oh, true. So you're okay. good. Oh. I mean, you could make iced coffee with that. I don't drink that. Right. Um, I like my coffee hot. Mm -hmm. So coffee and water. And that's... You get three other. You got three others. That's pretty much all I need. So for the rest of time, right. until you die, if you wanted any other drink... You couldn't have it because those are the only two. So ever, you don't, you don't ever want a glass of orange juice. I mean, you don't ever oh. drink monsters or rock stars. I know that's not true. You, you know, you know, like. <laughs> Hopefully by then, CRISPR is advanced enough to where they could alter my DNA and change my drink choice. Mm. Mm. You're locking this in. That. You're locking this in ahead of time. <laughs> nope, that's all you get. That's all, <laughs> no. that's all you get. Okay. Uh, so maybe probably Diet Pepsi. Okay. Uh, because you know. Pepsi's better than Coke. Don't. I knew. You were <laughs> Don't say it. And um, I'll pull the cord on I this mean, show right now. I'll fucking. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. And also, I think. I think Powerades are better than Gatorade, at least in the uh, zero sugar category, because mm. that's that's where I'm at. Right. And exiled to the zero sugar category. So some kind of Powerade, I guess. Either red grape is pretty good, but I feel like it's got this uh it's just a rarity thing. I think that's why it tastes better. Because mm. it's hard to find at the store I go to. It's like the least stocked flavor. So oh, I guess oh my goodness, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a purple kind of weekend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh I guess eh, red powerade. Okay, so all right. Okay. So water, coffee, red Powerade, Diet Pepsi, and then, you know, I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe Egg, Diet Mountain Dew. Not Diet Mountain Dew. I don't, eggnog's pretty carby. Okay. Oh, maybe almond milk, because like if I ever want cereal, which I shouldn't be eating anyways. But almond um, milk's a good one though. That's a good one. It's just a good. That's my like reserve. You know, in case there's no more water on earth, I can just chug almond milk. You know. Yeah, I didn't throw in any sort of Basically milk, water. so I can't have mac and cheese either. Now I gotta re. Mm, I might have fucked up. Mm. It's all right. I locked it in. I locked it in. <laughs> Your DNA has been written in stone, my it's, friend. It's done now. I'm part Lacroix. <laughs> <laughs> all right, very good. I like that list. All right, Daryl, what what do you what do you got for us? I kind of structure mine off of like the different meal times of the day, so breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Okay. So, first one, I'm going to go with water. Second, I chose orange juice, but the one from Trader Joe's has this pretty delicious flavor where it's peach and mango. Oh. So, I'm going to go with that one as my second one because that is so, so freaking good. Three, I uh, went with probably going to go with soda. Okay. But if I had to choose, it would probably be a Haritos. Tamarindo. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. That shit is pretty good, actually. Low-key. I haven't had that in a while, but that's a good choice. 
Yeah, I'm gonna go with that one, dude. Because that, uh, I'm I'm bringing out the big ones. <laughs> the Haritos. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, Haritos. <laughs> Gotta roll the Mars. <laughs> I can't roll my R's, so <laughs> that's all right. I know. <laughs> uh, number four probably be, be like Herba Mate Rebelberry. Yeah. And then the fifth one. Okay. It's gonna have to be an alcoholic beverage. And I I chose the uh Estrella uh Michelada, the mango flavor. Wait, what is this? Is this uh the what is it? The beer? Estrada. I don't know what that what is this? Estrella? Yeah. Yeah, it's the Estrella Michelada. I, I typically find it at like Lucky's or um like seven eleven. This is really good. It's a michelada in the can. Ah, that's the tomato stuff, right? Yeah, tomatoes. I think there's like chili powder on it and other shit that they put, but (laughs) it's really good. And it has to be the mango flavor because I love mango. Oh man, I've tried the the michelada. The jeez, I can't. It's the tamarind flavor one, but I like the mango one a whole lot more. Shit, dude. These are like really good choices. They're, I'm gonna be good on liquids for the next however many years we're stuck drinking liquids only. Yeah, yeah. I have a, I have a, I have another question about because you brought up cooking with mac and cheese and milk. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like I should trade out almond milk for olive oil. Ah, uh, I mean, you're not really okay. So th- that's a fair point. You're not really drinking olive oil though. You know. You're not drinking mac and cheese though either. But you're drinking milk <laughs> that you would use in your mac and cheese. You know, it's a it's more of a drinkable liquid in my mind. I, I'm gonna say you get olive oil for free. You know, okay. you, you can take that to the bank in this scenario. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, then I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> I like the inclusion of the yerba mate or like the yeah, that sounds really good. I really like the enlightened mint flavored yerba mate. That's my jam. Um, but I've never had the other drink that you're talking about, the alcoholic beverage. So, gotta do some yeah, digging. check it out. Yeah, I've uh, had it a few times on Discord before, and uh, it's so good, man. You should definitely try it out. Well, shit, like I got some work to do. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Well, that's good. That's good. I appreciate your uh, your feedback there in this scenario. All of our DNA codes have been written, and we're off to the matrix now. We've done it. Okay, these are our drinks that we're going to get in the Matrix. We're, we're set, ready to go. Listeners out there, I know some of you are familiar with this question for a party chat discussion last night, but I still want to hear what your drink choices are, what your liquid choices are. So put it in the comments on SoundCloud or on iTunes. If you want to do it there, you want to put it in the Discord, that's great too. Let us know what your five drinks of choice are, and uh, we'll write your DNA for you. It'll be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Very Order good. up. <laughs> Very good. Um, Eli, we had some corrections or some amendments from the previous episode, from episode 24. Is this correct? Hey, I, yeah, a little bit of updates. Okay, go ahead. Um, I have been informed that the achievement page on the Xbox app is under construction and is making its return at an undetermined date. Uh, it looks like the the Xbox community was in an uproar and... Uh, fired multiple messages at Microsoft about where this uh, quality of life is in their app. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, they made a big stink, and it uh, looks like it, they're bringing it back. 
Oh, good. That that's good news. Yeah, and to confirm, uh, Luke Hop, our resident Xbox expert in the Discord, mm -hmm. uh, confirmed that achievements with less than ten percent completion get a diamond pop. Okay, so it's it's a little bit of a mix between what we were saying, where it it can be really any gamer score or permutation that has nothing to do with it. It's just yeah. based on the the percentage. Okay, did, got it. Did I clear that up last week? I'm I'm a little lost. I don't think we we had speculation like we. So okay. I I had posed that I don't think it has something to do with the gamer score, and then you're like, oh, like based on these couple trophy or achievements. Sorry, uh, it looks like maybe you're right, but we didn't have verification. So now we know yeah. specifically what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I wanted to make sure I cleared that up, and uh, yeah. While we're while we're on the Xbox topic. Mm -hmm. The uh the achievement page, um, actually it has pictures on it. It's pretty sweet. You do have to go, uh, since it's not on the app, but you can. Ha it's on your computer too, which is pretty cool. Mm. And it has like pictures for each trophy. Like your cool, like cool your screenshot? Touch. You mean? No, like uh, it's just a little like Rocket League. There's pictures of like tricks being done. Balls being oh, hit. I see. So in addition There's to like, like the image achievement it. image, it's like another image in the mm -hmm. back, like a banner yeah, or something. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, and like uh, we were talking about Game Pass, I think, last week. And you asked about like the perks. Like, is there other stuff with it? Right. And I forgot to mention that um, they do have perks. Uh, it's mostly like in-game rewards, like the Twitch stuff you get. Uh, like cosmetic things for in-game. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's also like uh, this month there was a Disney Plus 30-day free trial oh, and three get, months get of Discord that. Nitro. Now, I'm not signing up for Disney Plus. No it's way. free. Yeah, but for three months and then, oh, all of a sudden we charged oh, no, you for all the, the next five we, years. We charged you $5.99 because it's the yeah. cheapest streaming service around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, anyway. I don't watch TV. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, we just threw five ninety nine down the toilet. Thank you. But for Zayden, dude, there's lots of good stuff on there for Zayden and for you. Eh, I mean, yeah. I mean, Netflix does pretty good. I have for Amazon your inner Prime. Child. For your so inner like, child, there's good stuff there. You know, you don't I, need three streaming services. That's fair. Can't argue with that. So yeah, those were the <laughs> those were the updates. Did you hear that? I did. A little bit of water chug. <laughs> Don't forget to hydrate. Yeah. Pat, if so. you're listening, you got to drink from your pineapple right now. That's mm -hmm. the rule. That's the rule. And slugger. Slug slugger, you got to get some water. Yep. Or, yeah, or not slugger. Skrillis, you got to get some water right now. Yeah, Skrillis gets water. Drink it. Everyone else listening, water right now. Hydrate. Hydrate. Huh. Very good. Okay, well, I appreciate the Xbox ecosystem uh, update there. That's pretty cool. I, I do like the picture description that you gave there of having a little bit of extra artwork with the achievements that's a good idea um and the app being available on the uh like on your desktop pretty cool as well so yeah when i'm if i'm on my computer my son's playing uh something and an achievement pops on his screen it'll come up on my computer too oh that's cool mm -hmm. yeah i mean i was getting that a bit with halo uh the master chief collection where it was like i would pop the steam achievement and the xbox achievement like back to back and it's not nice. exactly the same thing but i was just like oh my gosh like i'm getting all kinds of all kinds of pop-ups <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know this is crazy so 
Very nice. Well, we do have an exciting show in store. I mean, it's already been exciting, but we got some good news stories that we want to go over a little bit today. Uh, as per usual, in our new tradition, we're going to be discussing uh, a new game releases trophy list, uh, and then we're going to be getting into what we've been playing, Patreon questions, you know the gist. So grab some popcorn, grab your one of your five liquids of choice, and uh, settle on in. So the first of the news stories that I wanted to just briefly discuss, I know... Uh, it's not really Eli's jam here, but we did have on the 21st of January a Resident Evil showcase. Now, this was described as a pretty big media event initially that was going to have some details on Resident Evil 8 Village as well as the future, quote unquote, of the franchise. And I think it's fair to say that it didn't really live up to the expectations there. It was probably could have been a five minute YouTube video you know, release, it didn't need to be this scheduled showcase. But I did like the information coming out of it. So if you guys checked it out, do you have any initial thoughts, preliminary takeaways from the Resident Evil showcase? I was pretty um, excited after watching what I saw. Um, kind of just seeing the the look and the aesthetics behind it, it kind of just reminded me of like a combination of like Resident Evil 1 and Resident Evil 4 because they did show like a lot of like the castle that you'll eventually make your way through and that kind of reminded me of like the Arclay Mansion from yeah. Resident Evil 1 and then just the village itself that setting just takes me back to Resident Evil 4 so it was cool to kind of see that kind of being intertwined and you know making this as a Resident Evil village i don't know how we should address this is it resident evil village or resident evil 8 because yeah i've been seeing a lot of it and a lot of people are like be like in the middle they don't know what to call it mm -hmm. yeah that's a good point um it's there it's right that they're confused because the capcom team themselves uh aren't very clear so when the game was initially first announced it was resident evil 8 village it was like 8 colon village basically and then when they were interviewed about it a little bit later on, they're like, oh, don't call it Resident Evil 8. It's Resident Evil Village. It's like, well, okay. okay. So, like, then why are you putting the numerals in the name and highlighting them a different color when you're marketing the game? It doesn't really make any sense. So the way I'm looking at it is, is it's the eighth mainline entry into the franchise. If they don't want to call it RE8 for whatever reason, that's fine. But it, for all intents and purposes, it's Resident Evil 8. And they prefer it to be called Village. So, Resident Evil Village. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to call it Resident Evil 8. Village is too long. Village. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Call it Rate. Right. Rate. Yeah, I agree with you, though, in terms of the aesthetic. I think it looks really pretty. Um, I like the gothic atmosphere. You know, you're from what we can tell, the the setting of the game is quite old in that. I mean, obviously, it's a castle, but there's... There's a demo that came out for this game day and date with the showcase uh, for PS5 only called the Maiden Demo. And in that demo, there are some notes that you could find that were hinting about characters from like the 1500s and shit like that. So it's a very old sort of environment that we're going to be exploring in Village. And I do like the sort of uh, general interior design and atmosphere that the game's got going. It, it does remind me of the Spencer Mansion in, in RE1 as well. But uh, the the exciting thing for me was that this got announced to be on Resident Evil, pff, Resident Evil, PlayStation Four and Xbox One. So it's going to be coming out for current gen consoles as well as next gen consoles. 
which is pretty hype because that's like one of the main reasons I wanted to get a next-gen console was for this game. And it is continuously very difficult to find a next-gen console. Like I can find one right now online, but it's 800 bucks. So to find one like for the launch price is really hard still. So I think uh, this will kind of, you know, help me feel better about not having a next-gen console when it comes out in May. On May 7th is the release date. I am intrigued to learn more about the different characters that we saw. Um, you know, there's, um, you know, Ethan and Mia, you know, from what I saw, they have a daughter. So I'm really curious to see like how that whole plays out. Cause you know, I don't want to spoil too much from Resident Evil seven, but like a lot of what they had, I don't know how that would carry over to their daughter. That's right. very interesting. How she even got kidnapped in the first place like what's up with chris like what what's going on chris i want to know what's going on with chris redfield right like what's up with that but you know i really want to know what's up with this new villain you know, <laughs> it's taken the internet that... by storm dude there's she's absolutely everywhere. <laughs> this uh i actually had to look online to pronounce her name and it's uh very very cool the way that it's pronounced it's um Dimitrescu, something like that, along those lines. Yep, yep. But I'm just gonna call her Lady D because mm -hmm. she's got a lot of a lot of dudes aroused. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I really want to know more about these characters because um, Resident Evil does have a pretty cool lore, um, and you know the, a lot of characters they've introduced over the years. So I really want to know more about the backstories of the new characters. Yeah, I, I'm really excited to get my hands on this game. Yeah, me too. I, I don't, um, there was, you know, the pre-order incentive got launched or pre-order incentives got announced, I should say. So you can actually pre-order the game now. It comes out on May 7th on current gen and next gen consoles, uh, same day and date, which is great. You know, part of, uh, my worry coming into, coming into the showcase was if they are going to have a current gen version of the game, is that going to delay the release date significantly because they have to work on that? So you know, some people were speculating the game's not going to come out till like, September now. Uh, when it was first announced, people were saying April. We didn't have a really clear date, so we know it's May 7th. Uh, coming up pretty quickly, actually. And there is going to be a demo for the current-gen consoles and for the Xbox Series X and S uh, before the game comes out, we've been told. So look forward to that probably in, like, April or something. And, um, yeah, that that was... Yeah, it was a good, you know, sort of takeaway from the showcase. They they talked a little bit about the Netflix series Infinite Darkness, and they talked a little bit about the pack-in game that's coming with Village, which is called uh, RE Verse, which is essentially looking like a third-person, four-on-four, six-on-six team deathmatch with Resident Evil characters. I could give two, sh two shits about this game. I mean, it's the same thing with, like, Resident Evil Resistance when they tied it in with Resident Evil 3 Remake. Um, you know, no one is asking for this shit. But uh, we're going to get it. So, you know, hopefully it's okay. I uh, hope it doesn't, you know, screw up my trophy list like Resident Evil Resistance did. And, uh, yeah, we'll go from there. <laughs> talk talk yeah. about a pack-in game. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, it's very weird. I mean, people wanted, like, a remaster of Outbreak, or they wanted, like, you know, there was some speculation of, like, getting the classic original Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3 as, like, a pack-in, or, like, as a, like, a one package i should say that you could get or something because they're doing all this for the 25th anniversary of the franchise so 
seems a little weird to me that for the 25th anniversary, they're going to put out this team deathmatch game that no one wants. You're <laughs> 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 right. And Resident Evil's never been about a team deathmatch sort of game mode. So very weird, but whatever. I do want to say, it seems like they're, they're kind of on their high horse a little bit. I don't want to demean your, your guys' favorite franchise, but from an outside perspective, yeah, you know, they do this giant world premiere mm-hmm. and then they announce things that their community doesn't even want. Mm-hmm. And then their ultimate collector's edition is, what was it? $1,800. It is. It's like, okay, guys, like, all right, <laughs> let's settle down here a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think they're riding the high of Resident Evil mm-hmm. 7, Resident Evil 2 remake doing really well. Resident Evil 3 remake didn't do quite as well, but still people were excited for it. So they feel probably like you're saying, Eli, like they can't really miss right now. Um, and I agree with you that they can. <laughs> I don't think it needed to be a showcase. I was like, just yeah. you know, put out a YouTube video for five, ten minutes, explain the release date, the deluxe edition stuff, all that jazz, whatever. Explain that it's coming to current gen consoles. That's it. That's all you need. I'm needed. surprised they don't. They, you know, it's it's like that because. It's not like Resistance did very well. Do they not have the data on that? Or, like, they know people aren't playing that and didn't want that. Yep. So, it is extremely odd to me. Yeah, it's it's like, weird. More than just like, oh, let's try this once. Like, this is going to be is, their fourth This is round one. two. Fourth one? fourth one? I mean, if you look at, like... Oh, yeah, like Raccoon, Umbrella Corpse. Raccoon City. No one wanted Raccoon City. And it did okay, but like it's still not regarded well in the community. And then you have mm-hmm. Umbrella Core, which no one wanted, and which was just a bad game, and no one mm-hmm. wanted it. And then they did Resident Evil Resistance, and now they're doing Resident Evil Verse. It's like, can we just, like, can this team put their efforts elsewhere? Like, I'd rather they just <laughs> not be doing this shit. <laughs> yeah, that could be a whole nother game right there. Exactly. Exactly. The only thing that I'm like, you know, like, I'm just like, whatever. It's like, it's a free pack in. You don't have to play it if you don't want to. If they want to use their money and resources on it, fine. I'm not going to, you know, but I'm not going to support it. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I would play it, but don't give me a trophy list because then I absolutely won't play it then. Like, I would <laughs> just play it just to fuck around with it. Yeah. Just to like play as some of like the, the core characters in the game. But like, if there's a trophy list, I'm not going to play it. Because I don't want that on my trophy list. And it was the same with Resistance. I don't even know why you even attempted to play that, Colin. As soon as I, I saw that, I was like, yeah, that game's, that game's not going to have a community playing that consistently. Ugh, and it yeah. absolutely didn't have one. Yeah, that was a horrible decision on my part. It was fun yeah. for like 30 minutes. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, well, now I just have this like whatever it is, like 6% or 10%, I don't know, whatever percentage I've completed on it, and I'm never going to get the rest of them. So it is what it Bet is. Bet you wish you can reverse your decision, huh? Oh, ho, 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 ho. I do indeed. I do indeed. I, I did like the, you know, some of the, the other incentives we get is um, you, we get some more skins for the Tom Clancy's Division 2 game. Oh, yeah. That was cool as well. They also, a pretty random announcement in my mind. Like, since when is like the when I don't when I think Resident Evil, I'm not like you know what the division that is the best tie-in. Like, <laughs> it's like it's super weird, but I'm happy yeah. to get it because we still have Division Two, and uh, you know we can grab some Resident Evil skins. 
I know that would definitely make me jump back into it. And uh, I think you can pick those up between February 2nd uh, to February 15th. So yep. it's a limited time event for, I think, the Leon skin. But I'm not sure what what uh, the time period is for the others. Because I did see skins for Leon, Jill, Chris, and Hunk. Yep. I, fe I feel like the Leon one is going to be the one that like everyone gets for logging in during that time frame. And then the rest of them, maybe it'll be like... A separate little quest or something i'm not sure actually i i re-downloaded division two not too long ago uh, but i haven't jumped back in yet so check it out knowing capcom they'll probably say you'll have to buy these other skins <laughs> probably probably but don't worry because it'll get you exclusive in-game skins for re verse when you do it so you'll, <laughs> you'll be automatically incentivized to go play that shit i don't know if you caught it colin during the uh demo but did you get an idea of what the next bobblehead uh, <laughs> item would be in the game? Did you catch that? I did. They showed it during the sort of gameplay walkthrough. Uh, it looks to be like a goat of some sort, like mm -hmm. a little goat toy that rocks back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. It's pretty cool that Resident Evil. Yeah, they always do like some different bobblehead items. So I saw that. I was like, yeah, that's going to be a trophy right there. Oh, 100%. Yeah, mm, that confirms my suspicion of their high horse. They, they also think they're the goat. <laughs> the goat. And I don't want to like, this is pure speculation, but a couple of members of our community are pretty tied into like Resident Evil news. So take this with a grain of salt. But what I had heard was that there's going to be three playable characters in Resident Evil Village. So my mind from a trophy perspective, too, is like, ah, oh, fuck, here we go. Like they're going to be three different lists or not three different lists, but like three different endings depending on which characters you're doing or blah, you know. So similar in, in a lot of ways to the first couple Resident Evils with like Jill and Chris. So uh, yeah, should be pretty interesting if that ends up being the case. Good discussion there, boys. Good discussion. Eli, can't wait to play it. Very exciting. Uh, something else I wanted to touch on really quickly was the PS Plus free games with February. So as of recording, you know, you can't nab these just yet. Uh, I believe you can nab them this coming Tuesday. But for the PlayStation 4, we, we are getting Control, and it's the Complete Edition, correct? Mm-hmm. And we are getting... Oh, sorry. We are getting Concrete Genie as well, which is pretty exciting stuff. Um, we're getting Destruction All-Stars, which is a cross-platform. That's PS4 and PS5, from what I understand. And mm. actually, what is the other PS5 game? I'm blanking now. You guys remember what it is? I thought that was it. Is that it? Maybe I'm just tripping. It's bangers, though. You're right. That is it. Yep. It is bangers. Pretty pretty good games. I mean, Control, awesome game. You've heard us talk about it at length. And Concrete Genie was one of the sort of second-party exclusives that came out last year or two years ago that a lot of people slept on, but is, from a trophy hunting perspective, a really short and quick, easy platinum. So, good stuff. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about the lineup because I was going to get Concrete Genie for my son and uh, now I don't have to buy it. Yep. So maybe that'll be his uh, first Platinum. We'll see how the collectibles go. I do think it's a bit of an older kind of theme in the game, though, where it's kind of about bullying, I believe. Yeah, that's what I've heard and as well. And this kid kind of, yeah, takes it out on his, on his art pad type deal. Mm -hmm. But uh, so... It looks like a kind of kid's game, but I think there's, I think a lot of the stuff would go over his head 
And uh, so I'm not sure if we'll play it yet, but it's a good game. It looks like a great game. Maybe I'll play it. <laughs> yeah, maybe you'll get into it, you know, <laughs> for sure. And yeah, dude, I can, go ahead. I can imagine him saying, Dad, where's the rocket cars? There's <laughs> right. no cars in this game. <laughs> Where are all the boost pads? Yeah, <laughs> it's probably going to feel really slow after Rocket League. Yeah. But either way, solid lineup. So remember to add them to your library if you're at all interested. Uh, Control is another really great platinum to go for as well. It's not too crazy, not super lengthy, about 20, 25 hours, I would say. So for trophy hunters, these giveaways this month are pretty great. And Destruction All-Stars list is really good as well, or seems to be. I haven't actually played it, but the uh, the trophy list didn't look too bad. So go and check yeah. those out. If you're looking to boost your trophy ranks and ratings. I'm wary about that because we said that about Fall Guys. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, oh, win five matches and oh, that's not bad. I mean, I can do that. Well, yeah, win five matches. That. That's easy. Oh, that's easy. easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that trophy's so, yeah. still at like a point one percent or so. Like yeah. it's just, oh man, it's crazy. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. So, but yeah, good stuff there. Uh, something else I wanted to touch on really quickly is the retro game sale that's going on right now on the PlayStation Store. So actually, you still have the sale going on for the games under $20, which you got some good offerings there. would encourage people to check out. We also have the remasters and retro sale right now for some games up to 75% off. Pretty, pretty cool. So things that jumped out to me, you got a couple different Call of Duties, including the Modern Warfare remastered um, with its various map packs. You got Resident Evil 2. Uh, Resident Evil 3 remake in there, Spyro, Crash Team Racing, the original Grand Theft Auto trilogy from PlayStation 2, Assassin's Creed, Ratchet and Clank, Uncharted. I mean, all all kinds of stuff. So, um, likely that many folks listening already have most of the games from that grouping that they would have bought already. But uh, if you haven't, I would encourage you to go check it out. There's a couple cool ones in there. Yeah, I already own everything on the sale, <laughs> <laughs> but it, that's because it's a good sale. Yep. So that's a good, you know? Yep. Yeah, there's only one game I was, like, potentially looking at from, from that list. But I uh, haven't pulled the trigger yet on it, so we'll see. We'll see. But I think that sale runs until... Hold on one second. We're doing this live. We're doing it fucking live. Okay, that was a bad example. I clicked on something I already owned, so it wouldn't tell me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Hold on a second. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of that. It says 210, 21. There you go. Thank you very much. At midnight. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So you got some time. You got some time. You can do what I do, which is add things to your cart and then just like slowly delete them and never end up making the purchase. Fun, <laughs> fun activity. <laughs> <laughs> I always start off with like six things in my cart with these sales. And then like I sit on it for a day or two, see how I feel. And I'll usually pull a couple of them off and then wait a couple more days, pull a couple of them off. And then by the end of it, it's like I didn't buy anything. So <laughs> smart, smart. The great old time. Yeah. Luckily, yeah. I'm not impulsive with it. Yeah, that's better than adding them all, buying them all, and then never <laughs> playing any of them. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I'm doing good so far this year. I haven't purchased any games yet. I mean, it's only one month in, but. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's I, my goal. I hate it when you put your uh, the games in your cart, and then when you finally decide to pull the trigger, the sale's over. So you see like $200 <laughs> yeah. merchandise in your cart. You're like, wow. dude yeah i'm definitely not getting it now yeah well like i barely wanted them before and now i'm definitely not gonna buy them (laughs) yep that's why uh you gotta set like a calendar reminder 
for like if you do want to get that stuff be like okay remember to check out on your playstation cart by x time or whatever i'm gonna start doing that so i don't forget um oh my cat's jumping on the keyboard hello kitty i'll peek behind the curtain there for you listeners all right so one one thing that we've uh, started doing that i think is a pretty cool tradition to continue is we're going to be reviewing a newer game releases trophy list looking at the distribution spread just our overall uh, impressions of the list uh difficulty artwork whatever we are drawn to when we're reviewing the list so for this week's discussion we're going to be looking at hitman 3 from io interactive um pretty pretty exciting stuff this is the first hitman game to have a platinum trophy out of their new trilogy of games so yeah all around uh, i think a solid choice so, what did you guys think of the Hitman 3 trophy list? You guys messing with me right now? <laughs> I hate this. I hear you laughing. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I, I hear you laughing right now. Oh, I'm breaking down. What's going on here? I have no idea. What's going on? I've heard nothing from either. You don't hear nothing for like a minute. And now, w- hello? Yeah, we're here, Colin. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, real funny, real funny. Make Colin edit it out. It's hilarious. <laughs> what did you guys think of the Hitman 3 trophy list? <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, man. Eli's got me fucked up right now. <laughs> What's going on? What well, I, mean? well, I thought because when I was pulling up my screen, I hit a, the wrong one and then the video started playing. So I was like, oh, shit, they're going to hear all this background noise. And then like after that, it was complete silence. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys actually heard it. But I didn't hear I, anything. I was, no, t- I I was talking it. and I was looking at I was looking at the levels for audio for you guys and for me, and I was like, I don't see anything. But I can see that my audio is coming out. Can I not hear them anymore? And then I was like, it's all fucked. So appreciate the little scare there. That was great. Yeah, I just didn't. I didn't have a ton to say. I thought Daryl was uh, did a lot. Of, did some research. Right. Probably more than me. So I thought he would be excited. I didn't know he had a little mishap. <laughs> And then the quiet, just I just lost it. <laughs> yeah, I hate that shit. <laughs> I just lost it. I, well, I was like, I thought things got broken. I was like, I'm going to have to stop the recording. We're going to have to do another, you know, all this stuff. <laughs> That's why it was funny. It was the perfect, how we always do that, but it was like legit. It was real. Bad. It was legit. <laughs> it was a it was real a, scare. It was a boy who cried wolf. <laughs> all right, well, Daryl, uh, do you want to anyway. go first then on your thoughts for the uh, Hitman 3 trophy list? Yeah. So, like like you said, Colin, this game is the first one to have the plat. It also has one gold, 16 silvers, and 30 bronzes. So, not not bad of a distribution for the trophy list. Uh, PS app, 0.2% uh, of platinums out there at the moment. So, pretty rare mm-hmm. at this time. Well, we were talking before we started recording is like the the DLC trophies that are included with the game. So like, if you do want to purchase those, they are available on Hitman 3's interface. If you want to get like Hitman, the game of the year edition, that's 30 bucks and Hitman 2 Gold, which also has like all the other expansion packs included as well. 
that's a hundred bucks. So uh, pretty pricey if you want to play the whole trilogy. Yeah. But I think if you're, you know, you're a fan of the series, I think your money's well spent. Because it does seem like a pretty massive game. I mean, they've spanned it over, what, five years? So mm-hmm. pretty, pretty big game, I think. Overall, the trophy list looks pretty uh, generic. I mean, it's just a, a bunch of assassination tasks you have to do, completing uh, different contracts. There are, like, mastery levels. Uh, get get to mastery level 20. I, I think I saw a few of those. Yeah, Beating for each of the levels, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did see one that kind of had me cracking up. Uh, I'll read off a few of the trophies to you. Right for the prick, right for the picking, <laughs> evil wine club, rich harvest, vineyard virtuoso, and uh, I had to look it up, man. I had to look that up, and it's crazy that one of the levels is set at a vineyard and a winery. Yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I was cracking up. I was like, no way, he's about to kill somebody at a winery. Oh yeah, he's going hard on that, dude. Yeah, like the one I saw was he kills like the master winemaker, takes his clothes, becomes disguised as the winemaker, and he gives like a group that has his target a tour of the vineyard. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) Yeah, the trophy description is eliminate Vidal with the grape crusher (laughs) for part of ripe for the picking. So some pretty interesting shit going on there. And and the way that he pulled it off was so far fetched. Like he actually like took him inside the crusher, and then you know he left the girl in there and just walked out, pressed the button, <laughs> and then she gets squished like fucking grapes. Oh my god, ridiculous! Yeah, it was crazy. But uh, yeah, I mean the trophy looks pretty generic. I I think it's not the most difficult. The DLC trophies that I did notice. Uh, so they do pick like a couple from each of the DLC maps and then kind of just compiled it into a trophy pack list. Right. So it's only a few from like the previous game's trophy list that they've grabbed. And I mean, it's like complete this level, get to this mastery level. And that's about it. So yeah, not much other than that to say about this game. I, I would definitely play it. It seems like a really cool game. Yeah, one thing I'm unclear on, and like we were talking about before recording, was so you if you own Hitman 2 and you own Hitman 1, you can, or if you purchase them, you can play it all through this Hitman 3 interface. But like you're saying, for Hitman 3's trophy list, the DLC packs on there are, are basically the previous games. And like we noted, like it's not all of the trophies that have been pulled over. So for example, like there's a Hitman 1 DLC in Hitman 3 which has 13 bronzes, but Hitman 3's base trophy list has four silvers, 13 bronzes in that one, and then there's DLC packs on on Hitman 1 that have even more trophies. So essentially, what I'm getting at is you can double dip to a certain degree. So you can have all of these trophies for the base games for Hitman 1 and Hitman 2 already. You can purchase Hitman 3, and then I think you get like the chance to earn those DLC trophies a- again and sometimes for, like, completing the same mission, if that makes sense. So you can really sort of, like, yeah, like, double dip, essentially, in some of these, which is kind of interesting. Um, I would say, too, like, 
it does look like a pretty generic list. Uh, you know, just completing each mission. It seems like there's one or two uh, specific methods with which you need to take out your targets that are going to net you some <clears throat> some trophies on each of the maps. And then there's a trophy on each of the maps for, like we said, reaching mastery level 20. I don't quite know what that means. My assumption is that it's going to be just playing the level enough and you'll earn XP in that level mastery so you know just playing each of the maps enough to get to that mastery level 20 and um one other thing i'll say is that i don't really care for the artwork very much on the trophies the trophy names are kind of cool like you said like you know ripe for the picking evil wine club rich harvest clever names right we also have like uh full house family feud no stone <laughs> unturned stairmaster treacherous architecture these these are like cool names right but the trophy artwork is all just red and white and not really like the color scheme is not really cool the pictures are very simplistic uh so i would have liked to have seen them do a little bit more with that but yeah that's the poo poo garbage for sure yeah yeah but overall i mean it, like you're saying you know if you're a fan of hitman you're a fan of the franchise you played the first two games now you actually have a chance to complete the story which is enticing enough on its own uh but you can get your first platinum in this new franchise and uh as a quick aside io interactive has announced that they are working on a james bond 007 game next so uh this developer is going to continue in that sort of stealth assassin uh genre uh with with 007 so it's interesting stuff Eli, anything you want to add to that? Uh, you guys pretty much covered. Okay. Covered it. Trophy arts garbage. A lot yeah. of replay value, which mm -hmm. I think just just the style of game is, and that's what the trophies are. Uh, you know, reflects that. So. Have you have either of you played any of the previous Hitman games? I've no. played Absolution, and I'll tell you that this game is cool, but um, it was just too much for me. Like the the amount of ways you can kill your target is just too much, and that, and I guess that's just to encourage replayability. But for me, like I always wanted to like pull off the the most methodical creative kill, and for me, I was like, uh, I want to do it this way, but then I di didn't want to, and it, it just became like a a clusterfuck for me, like wanting to do everything. But yeah, I, I think I would probably play it over again if I wanted to, if I had the chance. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm curious about this franchise. I would not jump in with Hitman 3, I don't think. Like, if anything, I'd probably just go back and purchase the first one and then just, like, check that out because it's, again, it's probably going to be the most simplistic, uh, the most sort of, like, simple in terms of the level design and stuff like that. But it's, Maybe it'll it, be. Yeah, go ahead. Maybe it'll be on the remasters, on the remaster sale. Oh, maybe. I didn't see it on there, but maybe. Um, I also wanted to point out that, it, like you said, it might be the simplest, but I, I, apparently you can, so you can play one and two and three, which they you, are all basically yeah. the same game. Right. So, you know, to me, it's kind of like an annualized sports game that just took five years to reskin. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong. come up with different environments. I don't think that makes it a bad game. Yep. But I just was kind of one of the things I noticed because, uh, you, you know, those sports games get a lot of hate and this game's getting a lot of praise, which I think it rightfully deserves. But just to, you know, keep everybody got to get 
re off their horse you know <laughs> hitman give them a little little uh honesty you know but. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep no i agree I, I i it does seem that way to me and from what i've heard and seen about the game it's not like they changed a whole lot in the mechanics in between hitman one two and three it's mm -hmm. mostly just that uh they just add different levels to the game mm -hmm. so i think you're right on there that it's uh yeah a bit more annualized than maybe we're initially saying so anyway go ahead and uh check that out that is one of the newer games um obviously that has come out this year but also like one of the more highly regarded games of 2021 thus far we're only a month in so i know that's not saying a ton but um if you're hankering for a new AAA game release maybe this is the one for you you can go check it out very good very good with that um let's get into what we've been playing and sort of the progress we've been making in our own trophy hunts and uh, i'm gonna throw it to you eli to go first oh because <laughs> oh, you trolled well, me you. you trolled me earlier so i'm gonna throw it to you okay mm -hmm. received <laughs> uh, <laughs> so i did uh been playing a little bit of godfall on pc on epic games okay um and i finally beat the first real boss uh there were a couple like big elite enemies uh and i think there was a boss at the tutorial ending that felt like a boss but this was the first boss that had like three health bar ticks or whatever three uh milestones okay uh, and and i cheese the shit out of her <laughs> <laughs> first boss cheesed yeah right uh, I, I kept dying from all her poison effects she like throws these poison orbs out and the dodging in that game is a little little dodgy so um yeah it doesn't it doesn't transfer well to big boss fights um i needed to dodge like three times to get away from anything so oh, okay um, and I the see. recovery and distance are pretty weak like the animation the exit animation is just i don't know it's not great i don't like it not for a hack and slash okay you know? um and and the, the dying in the game seems like inconsequential for the most part you just restart almost exactly where you were and enemies occasionally the enemies still have health missing i don't know the exact details on how that works but it was some of the times i'd come back and they're like almost dead so i'm just i have all my i have all my health again and all my recharges and I just whap them once and it's it's over huh. but that, that is weird yeah yeah and then the boss fight too as long as i drained a third of her health i could just die and restart with my three heals again and um she would already be at the like the third mark, the one third or the two thirds mark. I mean, it um, works to your benefit, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Uh, you do lose your buildup of energy and techniques. I don't, I don't know what the fancy words for them are, but like as you hit stuff, you gain a bar rises, and then you can you can pop off, so to speak. Okay, so you get to like, yeah, it's kind of like Neo when or uh, not like from the Matrix, but like the game. <laughs> yeah, where you would like build up this meter basically for like a special that would increase your attacks and like all that kind of stuff. So it sounds similar yeah. to that. Yeah. You go into like Super Saiyan mode basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, but that at the end of the fight I had a tiny sliver of health. Uh and then, you know, thanks to the technique I unleashed and it blew its load all over the wall 
opposite of the enemy because I wasn't locked on properly. <laughs> so I wasted that. <laughs> so then I was just running around. Uh, and so I couldn't, I couldn't run away very easily locked on. I think that's why I, I whiffed that. Uh, but I just ran around in circle circles until my shield recharged and I could toss it at, at her again. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, that's what I did. Very good. Felt like, and like, I felt like I broke her a bit cause I had her in like the sweet spot where she wouldn't me melee attack or ranged attack. She just kept chasing me. So we were both just running around this circle. We both had a tiny sliver of health and I was like, I'm not doing this again. So yeah. You cheesed the it, shit it, out of it basically. Yeah, it, it came to that. It did. <laughs> Not gonna lie. That's all right, man. That's all right. Yeah. It doesn't sound like it's a amazing game anyway. To where you like, it's not like one of those games where I'm like, no, I respect the game design too much to cheese this shit. You know, I'm gonna go in and do it the right way. No way. Yeah, so. it's just my fun hack and slash on you know trial and error with mouse and keyboard type thing. So it's it's your morning coffee game, is from what I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's right. Yep. None this morning. A lot of work to do, but um, I do have nine out of forty-five achievements on Epic for that now. Oh, um, yeah. And I also found out. I said last time that I had like a really good sword that I thought was the highest rarity, and it is not. I have gotten uh, that purple was the highest loot now, and I got some good ones of those. So you know, it's still having fun walking through enemies with that. Hell yeah! Okay. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. And uh, speaking of, we were talking about RE and how that is totally not my jam. You don't know and, it's not your jam because you've never played it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's not my jam. Kind of like Hitman. It's too slow. It's too you know? slow. Yep. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, but you might be interested to find out that Killing Floor is mm. started as a single-player horror game. Wait, what? It was... Yeah, it was actually uh, started as an Unreal Tournament 2004 mod. Okay. In the form of a single-player horror game. What? Uh, and Wait. it is... Yeah. Where? <laughs> Where? Yeah, you should look up some videos, because it is extremely dark and creepy. I think you RE fanatics would enjoy. All right, I'll have to check it out. I mean, can you play it anywhere nowadays or is it like a... i would uh, there's uh, there's videos of people playing it so you can i don't know how that goes because i'm not interested in slow single player horror games right uh but yeah i think i think it'd be worth checking out since you have a pc too because it's obviously yeah uh yeah, it's a PC, pc thing mm -hmm. but i thought that was an interesting tidbit of lore that is interesting appreciate the yeah, uh, little heads up there there's a whole backstory and uh, lore on Killing Floor itself, so could be a fun world to get into. Now we can play Killing Floor 2 together. See, you're trying to get me to RE. I'm going to get you guys to Killing Floor 2. If we play Killing Floor, will you play Resident Evil? Man, that sounds so fair, but... I would take that deal. If that's what it's going to take, you know. Okay. I mean, uh, what are you guys going to go for the Killing Floor 2 Platinum? No, I never said I was going to Platinum it. I just said play it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then you I play would. like one session and be like, oh, okay, I did it. Now you have to well, play I'm gonna, I'm Resident gonna, Evil. Then it'll be on my list. And I'm going to buy it. So obviously I'll like end up playing it more than just one time, probably. <laughs> you know, so. 
okay, fair, fair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's. I just want to point that out. Killing floor, and uh, I still have been playing some PlayStation. Well, I hope so. Did a little, a little Diablo. <laughs> it's been a while. I have been, I have been playing Rocket League a lot. Um, you don't say. We, we don't really <laughs> have to go into that. <laughs> I started getting the modded maps and uh, like the rings map and obstacle courses, and that in itself is just a blast. Like there's speed running basically in uh, Rocket League. There's freestyling and tricks, and it's just best game ever. <laughs> Changed my mind. <laughs> if we were gonna do a top five games of all time, now it'd be in there for Eli for sure. Rocket League, it'd be top one. It'd be all five. All five. <laughs> <laughs> Rocket League in this mode is number one. Rocket League hockey is number two. Uh, yeah. Hoops is number three. Drop shots <laughs> number four. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. Very nice. Um, so yeah, you, the- you beat Belial. You said in Diablos in your hardcore. So how far along into your yeah. So that you're um, almost you're on Act Four then it sounds like okay I'm in Act Three oh you're Act Three okay yes so I forget where that is yeah Four is Diablo correct and then Five is Malthael I'm in the one before those and this is your um, second playthrough right so you beat the game and now you're doing the the hardcore playthrough yeah okay. I was pretty pissed I was misled by this trophy list in what sense it says seventy hours but that's really not doable at all my first playthrough was thirty hours so uh slugger and banana say our ps5 our ps5 uh, trackers yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so another hardcore run i mean it won't take me 30 hours but it's gonna put me pretty damn close to the 30 hour mark or 70 hour mark with both those playthroughs and then there's 500 bounties to do after that yeah like there's there's no way I think the the way the guide is written i mean it didn't do it didn't say this but what it should have said is like do the game on hardcore for your first playthrough your first and only playthrough do it on mm-hmm. you know normal hardcore pop all that stuff and then for your other characters you just play them in adventure mode and level yeah. them up while doing bounties and that's how yeah. you can do it in like less time but even still it's probably like i can't remember banana just looked for me last night but it's over 100 hours mm-hmm. for sure for my total play time on that I, I thought it was closer to like 170 but i think it's actually like 110 or something like that so mm-hmm. yeah um, i I kind of messed up now that I'm in the hardcore run and I've I've gone to icy veins and looked up the the meta mm-hmm. or the character I'm playing like I'm I'm blowing through them right now. Mm-hmm. I'm untouchable. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I wish I would have just done that first, but I guess you know I picked safety over speed. speed. Yeah. So, but well, the good news is I can decision. I can boost you up uh, pretty quickly in diablo now because i have a i have a character that's paragon level 800 so if you join in my free roam game and we just put it on like torment difficulty like four or something and then you mm-hmm. just follow me around during the challenge rifts you'll level up crazy fast yeah that'll be sick so one of the ask you about that yeah so as Perfect. long as we can just like honestly we could knock out like two to three characters probably within a couple hours so mm-hmm. easy enough yeah as grindy as it is i i'm still having a lot of fun and I'm glad I ventured into this type of game. Mm-hmm. It started with Hero Siege, but then this. And boy, did these games give you bang for the buck. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. They really do. <laughs> they really do. Yeah. I'm into optimizing stuff. And it, I mean, it's pretty much what I do for work. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little more enjoyable in the game world. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
but this the game world depends a little bit more on loot and uh you know but when you min max and you reap those benefits it's it's quite satisfying it is for sure and i mean i still found new stuff in the game after the 100 hour mark like new enemies Mm -hmm. i hadn't seen before new permutations of a map that i had not seen uh random boss fights out of nowhere and then there's of course like the in-game challenges which is like another level of like if you really want 100 percent it you can you know I haven't mm-hmm. I haven't made the decision on if I want to get the Necromancer DLC yet to go for the mm-hmm. full 100% completion beyond the plat, but we'll see. Yeah. You should. I should probably. They do look they do look harder than the regular list. They are like um they're more combat specific. Like the I so I like about this list, that's why I did pick it, not because of the time frame, but it's a pretty straightforward list in just beating it and grinding a little bit with the bounties but then the uh the dlc asks you to like kill diablo what is it use bone armor so game of bones yeah on the dlc pack is use bone armor to rip the bones from the skeleton king so you have to kill a boss in a certain way yep and there's a few other like that too i think yeah you have to do um kill your own shadow clone with science Simulacrum during the Diablo. I can't ever pronounce that word. Simulacrum. 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 God damn it. Don't worry about it. There's no. (laughs) 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 Yeah. There's just more combat specific ones that look a little bit harder to do. For sure. They're like a decent percentage on PSN profiles. The lowest one is like 7.2. So it's not terrible. Yeah. That one's only 1.7 on on the app playstation but you know yeah can't be too bad yeah it's just like if because enough people in the discord ended up getting the game and i still have a couple other friends who are playing the game so if i'm going to continue playing it i can either just like grind keep grinding out that character that's like 800 paragon for like no reason or i could just switch to the other mm, class and get all that stuff so it's a pickle pickle it's for a sure. pickle it's a pickle a gherkin as they call it's it in, in the no. uk you heard of that I've heard of gherkins. I thought it was a type of pickle, though. Well, okay, so you're right. So the way that we think of pickles is a pickled cucumber, right? That's like mm-hmm. our default pickle. So a pickled mm-hmm. cucumber in the UK is called a gherkin because they pickle more other things, you know? So when you say, I want a pickle, they're like, a pickled what? Right? Mm, you say, I that does a, make sense. I want a gherkin. You're like, okay, cool. Dill or oh. sweet? And I'm like, I want a mm. pickled dill gherkin or dill pickled gherkin. What? A dill gherkin. Dill gherkin. <laughs> a gherkin dill. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Clear as mud. Yep. Cool. Um, well, it sounds it sounds like you've been making some good progress then. Yeah, Diablo slowed down. Um, but I, I'm getting closer to that Rocket League aerial goal on Aquadome. Hey. <laughs> yeah, and then that'll be the thing that makes you not play anymore. I'm sure. So you know. It's... Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I've been playing on PC with the mods and stuff. So. You've been playing on PC so you can hide from us knowing how many hours you put in. That's what's been going exactly. on. Exactly. <laughs> exactly it. For sure. It, it's definitely positive. Well, that's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Yeah, what else? We, I, I forgot to mention when we were talking about Xbox. I've been given like a little freebie shout out, but that I wanted to just touch on Tetris Effect is like a free game on the Game Pass since I'm exploring that world now. Mm-hmm. 
and that game is pretty fun. I heard it's it great. Yeah, it took me a while to get the controls down. They're a little odd. Like, uh, what is it? A and B are twist clockwise and counterclockwise, I think. And then, mm. you know, the D pad is the is the direction, which that's like weird. Xbox. It's kind of like the D pad is kind of out of the way. So, therefore, like, I mean, in Rocket League is for quick chat. So, <laughs> I would. They feel yeah. like they feel like accessory buttons, you know. I'll I'll just say right off the bat, it seems to me that the rotation buttons should be the the like bumpers. Yeah, they could have made it better. I yeah. think it's pretty good. It's better than PC. When I play that, I screwed everything up. It was they were the buttons on the mouse and keyboard were odd. Interesting. It's a fun, chill little game, especially it being free. You can just you know stack a couple rows of blocks. You know, it's a blast. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't like to stack some blocks? Amazing. Yeah, right? <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Uh, Daryl, sir, I want to hear about your adventures in the land of Lordran. <laughs> or Lothric? Lordran. I think it's Lordran. Basically, I want yeah, to hear, I want to hear how Dark Souls uh... is going. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's fun, man. I'm, I'm having fun with it. I think Eli's mentioned it uh, before. This game definitely does not hold your hand. As you can tell that night I was streaming, like I absolutely didn't know what the hell to do, where to go. Um, I tried to help you out without yeah. spoiling things because I just yeah. knew that, like, dude, when you started going down that initial tower from, uh, from, the, from the fucking bonfire, I was like, uh-oh, dude. They, that's not the... <laughs> you'd spend, like, hours hitting your head against a wall there without making any progress so why don't you yeah, two don't at least know. be on the right track i don't know how i feel about that colin well i, t I told daryl that that's you can't do that anymore all right all right you need the full that's the full dark souls experience is you gotta bang your head against the wall for a couple hours let me clarify though daryl said in the stream he was like i went this way before and this is what made me stop playing the game because i couldn't get past it and i didn't want him to have the same experience of like i well, can't get past this shit he's a smarter man now it will okay. go the other way well, he's smarter right now because I told him where to go. You know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'd be banging my head on the wall, man. I just bought a house. Yep. New <laughs> <laughs> wall. Uh, but yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, I'm loving the game so far. I did not know this game did not have a pause menu. I was trying to figure out how to pause the game for the longest because I had to like <laughs> go to the restroom. And then I, I was like, how do I pause this game? The game's still working in the background. And then Colin specified, like, yeah, this game does not have one. I was like, dude, what? <laughs> Brutal. You can't hide in the menu, so Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> so that was another rude awakening for this game. Um, I did get to uh, where I'm at right now. I'm fighting the Bell Gargoyle. Oh, on the on the top on of that the rooftops. Roof. Yep, yep. Yeah, and um, dude, I was killing that beast, and I got him like maybe halfway down, and I'm like maybe like two Estus flasks yet of left, but I was like, yeah, I could probably take him out. I I got two, more or less. I probably will use one, and then I see another Belgarl drop in the background, dude. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> this is not fair. <laughs> like what <laughs> and then i'm getting wonked out by two of them and they they just like took me out dude and i was like 
Wow. So oh, this is yeah. This is what gets people tilted. <laughs> I wish I could tell you it's the only time you'll experience something like that in that game, but I can't tell you that. <laughs> so why are you lying to me? I know there's another fight like that later down the road. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, w I wish I could say that's the only time you're going to have to fight two of them at one or two like bosses at once, but it's not. So, oh man, but yeah, it was fun. I, I, I definitely saw what I needed to, to avoid in the fight. So I haven't played it for a couple of days now. So, okay. Uh, I am anxious to get back into it, but. I will say I'm definitely into the Dark Souls uh, kind of world. I, I like the game a lot, and yeah, I'm I'm pretty fun. I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's pretty dope. I like it. So yeah, that's good to hear. And hopefully, like I was trying to explain too in that stream, like when you get an item, to look at it in your inventory and press Square, because like that's how you get the story for the game is by reading the mm -hmm. item descriptions and shit. So. Just continue to do that, and the world will start to make more sense the more, like, stuff that you pick up and that you find. Um, so you've, so far, you did, you would have done the Taurus Demon on that, like, little narrow bridge. So you beat that thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then the Bell Gargoyles was the next boss you fought, right? You didn't, like, venture off somewhere else? Uh, Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, okay. those were the two main bosses. I did fight, like, three mini-bosses in between that with uh like the big dude with the shield and there's like some mage that was like dancing up on the the second floor um and then the bull dude the bull <laughs> the bull <laughs> was the one that was probably the hardest fight for me because it charged at me when i wasn't expecting it oh so yeah there's a couple times on stream where i, I like screamed hella loud because i was like oh shit this thing came out of nowhere <laughs> Yeah, that that arena is annoying too because you got to get through it over and over again to get to the next bonfire obviously. So uh it can be a, a pain in the ass. Like the thing with that game is you'll go really slowly and methodically clearing an area out and then you make one mistake and you die and you're like, "Well, got to do it again." And that's when you get frustrated and you'll start to like try to take shortcuts and then you'll just mm -hmm. keep dying. It kind of like just spirals like out of control, you know? So you just have or to be patient. Good. Or you, or you get good. <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely feel that's a, an accurate depiction because uh, there were a few times where I was just clearing out the, the areas um, and then I would die as like I got closer to a boss and then it kind of just like went downhill from there. Like I was just like running past all the enemies I've killed. It's like, all right, these enemies aren't too hard to kill. I can easily get around them. And then most times it, it worked. Other times it didn't. Cause I was getting a little greedy and impatient at times, but, um, yeah, there, this game definitely, uh, has to, it keeps you in check at, at times, you know, you, you can't be too does. greedy or impatient. Cause it, it'll, it'll bite you in the ass. And, um, I was trying to remember, there's a particular section. Oh, um, I can't remember it. So you know that part um, on the bridge where there is a, uh, dragon shooting fire at you? Yeah, and you have to go under the bridge, and then like that's how you get over to that area with the boar. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not going to tell you exactly how, but I will tell you that you can, you can fight that dragon a bit in a way that you can get its tail to come off, and the tail becomes a sword that is the best weapon in the game for probably the first third of the game. So you might want to return to that area. Just a little heads up to you. 
I don't think Eli approves. Yeah, I don't approve. <laughs> oh, get out of town. Everyone knows about that shit. <laughs> I'm not going to give you too much, but like... I'm not going to tell him how to do it. Meta. I'm not going to tell you how to do it, but that's what you should do. Oh, uh, you cut off its tail. How do you do that, though? You can't cross the bridge. He shoots uh, fire at you. You'll probably drop yeah. something on it. Oh, well, we'll figure it out, won't we? Well, he'll figure um, it out, you know? You know? Yeah, okay. maybe I'll let you guys know next time. Here's the thing, okay? We have to, and you have to understand this, Eli. We've got to balance this here. He's trying to platinum the whole franchise. I don't want to give him an experience where he's going to burn out early enough on that it doesn't happen. So this is an effort to give him enough help through it that he finishes it while experiencing what makes the game so great and building his skill set up so that then later he doesn't need my mm. help anymore. He doesn't need our help, right? Kind of okay. sound like the people that... They give participation trophies. That's right. I got a few of those. Um, <laughs> I was going through my, my closet at my parents' house because I'm helping them pack up stuff for their move. And they're like, do you want to keep any of these like old trophies or whatever? And like half of them were like participation trophies and shit. And I, and I said, no. I actually got rid of all my trophies and reward, awards that were participation-based and only kept ones for actual placement. And I was like, that's nice. right. Very nice. I was like, that's right. <laughs> So. No, but in all seriousness, I think that's I think that's fair. Yeah, some of it, but yeah, I know it's a intriguing series, and it's fun to to talk about it and pass on the the love of the experience. Yeah, it's like a it's like one of those games where I can imagine if we were in like grade school or something, you'd be out on the playground at recess, like, dude, did you know that you can get the dragon's tail? And it actually, and you'd be like, "No way, that's not true." You go home and try it, and you're like, "This kid's a fucking liar!" <laughs> like, he can't yeah. get it. <laughs> so, and it's also not my experience; it's Daryl, so he gets to determine that. Right, right, right. He can just mute me. He probably will in the future. <laughs> <laughs> but good. I'm, I'm loving it. Yeah, I'm glad you're liking it. Yeah, it's fun. Um, yeah, it, it's a really cool game. I'm just sad that I I let it sit on the shelf for so long after that initial experience but uh, i'm happy to get back at it again so hopefully i'll have more to discuss next time around i didn't play it too much i haven't actually played a whole lot this last two weeks been busy doing other things it happens um i did yeah it does happen it's called life huh mm -hmm. <laughs> yep yep <laughs> um but yeah i did wrap up uh, Darksiders 2, I, I did say I was going to play the DLCs, and I, I played all of them. Oh, cool. No, no trophies, but I am glad that I did play it, because there is a demon lord that I fight in one of the DLCs, and I guess he makes a return in Darksiders Genesis. And I, I, I kind of raised my eyebrows a little bit, because Eli mentioned a demon in Diablo, the demon that I fought in Darksiders 2. His name is also Belial. So, um, mm. yeah, it was pretty cool to hear that. So I'm guessing it could be the same demon. I'm not sure how many demon lords are named Belial, but <laughs> it's like a, it's, it's a, a biblical it's a reference. One. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. But so, yeah, it was cool to see goes. that. <laughs> it was cool to see uh, that. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see if he has like a bigger role in Darksiders Genesis. Maybe he's like the... The primary antagonist in that game so i'll see when i eventually get to that game hell yeah so i did start that game actually um it was during a party i think it was during community night so 
think so. I didn't really listen to a lot of the cutscenes, so I won't spoil any of that for you because I, I don't I don't think I can actually. <laughs> <laughs> but like I, I was not a fan. I did so it's on Game Pass. So I I tried to play it with PC, and I'm trying to stick to mouse and keyboard on PC, uh, if I can. And this game is not like great on that on mouse and keyboard. Mm. So I tried it with the controller, and it still wasn't that great. Mm. I think it's because it's kind of like, uh, it's like Diablo style, obviously, but it's more of a story game experience. It's not like oh, let's go grind for loot. You know, it's not designed to be played like that, I don't think. Interesting. You know, it's designed to, like, go through this these levels, like, with the story. I mean, I guess that's kind of how Diablo is, but that, that's really not the game. You know, the end game is the game in, the, in, in those style. Right. I think. Where this one, it's kind of like, hey, beat the game. You do have, like, abilities... That get upgrades and and stuff like that, but it's. I don't think there's like a big end game end game grind for loot. I didn't get that far, but it doesn't feel to, feel like it's built that way. Is mm. all I'll say. I'm still curious about it because I do just like top down games like that, but I'm not gonna like get to it anytime soon. So, if you end up playing like a more, real, let me know. I have like a real cinematic camera angle. It's not like static, hmm. uh, like Diablo is. So it's. Yeah, that's the best way I can explain it, I think. Okay. It, like, moves around. It's really, like, shooting for that gamey experience, not the grindy experience. So it's different. Yeah, very interesting. Not what I was looking for. Uh, Daryl, are you going to do Darksiders 3, though, before Genesis? Or are you saying you're going to skip to Genesis at some point? Oh, I'll still continue the series in... Uh, uh, in order, so I'll hop into Darksiders three next whenever I decide to play it. Oh hell yeah! Okay, nice. There you go. There you go. And uh, real quick, last thing for Dark Souls for you. Don't forget, you can summon people if you do get stuck. No, you can't. No, I don't. I don't look down on that <laughs> shit. Like, like some people are like, "You summon? Oh my god!" Like, dude, I'm, yeah, trying, to, I'm, try, I'm trying to beat the game. Okay, the game is hard enough. Don't give me that shit. Get good. Come on. I was Good. tripping out when I saw <laughs> random characters at the bonfire. I was trying to figure out if, like, if I was being hacked or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he's like, what are these people? Like, are these, like... Yeah, it, it is cool how they integrate multiplayer into those games. I do like that. Um, it was a weird character, too. It had, like, this, uh, you know, like, Japanese, like, fucking ceramic mask on. And it had, like, horns out of it. I was like... Oh shit, like what's going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. The only game that doesn't have that is Sekido, and you can't summon in that game, and there's none of that shit going on. So that's like a fully you're on your own experience. So at some point you'll get to that and you'll you'll see. Pretty interesting. Um Yeah, well as for uh as for myself, I finally got the platinum in Diablo three after a lot of grinding on bounties there. And so pretty happy about that. Um, yeah, it was uh, it actually wasn't as you know, it wasn't really annoying to go for in all honesty. Like I had a group of friends who were playing most of the time, like at least once or twice a week. I would get to, I would get texted to excuse you. I get texted to uh, play that game with them. 
and so yeah before you know it it was just kind of it was just kind of done i would turn it on for an hour and a half or so in the evenings uh after dinner and stuff like that and just grind out some bounties and yeah it was it was pretty good so really like that game it's still in my top five of all time i would say and would highly recommend it um the trophy for the platinum is pretty cool looking like i like the artwork for it but i will say some of the more in-game trophies i was popping like the 500 bounties and reach level 70 with all the classes like they're just the trophy art for the lesser version with like a different border on it or something so i was kind of let down that they didn't do a little bit more in that respect um but like we talked to a little bit about earlier, I've, I haven't decided if I want to go for the full 100% on that yet uh, and get the Necromancer DLC, but I'm thinking about it. So I'll let you know what I end up coming down on with that. And, I might have um, to change my water to one of my liquids. Just, what happened? Just, betray, just betrayed me. You choked, choked on, on it. it. Yeah, I hate that. <clears throat> so well, The water bottles we got too, Like you get a lot of water with each drink. So uh, glug right down your esophagus, whether you want it or not. <laughs> yeah, you can. You, so if you choke, you're choking on a lot of water. <laughs> Are you okay there, sir? You yeah, good? I think so. All right, very good. Um, the other game that I've been playing is still uh, Assassin's Creed Rogue, which was the first of my backlog picker selections from the community for this year, and I'm still really enjoying that as well. Although it's hit that point where, uh, after about twenty twenty five hours in a game like open world game i get kind of like all right like is this done yet you know like it's just just a little bit big and you know the progress isn't as immediate as something like diablo and it's it's not like a looter shooter or anything like that so you know your rewards are much more um they're much more staggered and much more spaced out so for like my 25 to 30 hours i'd put in i was at like 30 percent completion in that game which is kind of nuts and then last night i started popping a few of the in-game ish trophies finally like capturing all the forts uh clearing all the ice caves getting a certain armor set for finding all of this one collectible so it's coming together now like i I just i'm on the precipice of popping a lot of trophies like on the last main mission sequence in the game and that'll get me a couple silvers a couple bronzes and a gold when that's all said and done and that'll jump my percentage way up uh almost have my ship fully upgraded you know Etc. Etc. So I'm probably like, I would say another ten to fifteen hours away from finishing that that game. But now that I'm not simultaneously doing uh, AC Rogue and Diablo, I'm hoping to have it done relatively quickly. the The goal was to have both of those completed by the end of January. It's not going to happen for Rogue because we're recording on the thirtieth. Um, but hopefully it'll at least be you know not too far into February by the time that's done. And, uh, yeah, then my, my next game, um, was already picked by the community in backlog picker. So thank you for that. And it's going to be resident evil seven. So really, really excited there. I have that, that goal of getting plats in a couple more resident evil games this year, about three in total that I'm looking really hard at getting. And this was one of them. So appreciate the pick and, uh, I'm excited to get into that, but that's really it for now. If I really like rogue. In terms of the the gameplay, the old school style Assassin's Creed game is uh, striking a nostalgic chord for me. But I couldn't tell you what the fuck is going on with the story because literally every time I've played it has been in party chat. So I got no, I, I got no idea what's going, what's going on in that game. I'm basically just running around grabbing collectibles, assassinating random people as far as I can tell, 
and uh, sailing on the open seas, harpooning narwhals. So. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. That would turn me off from playing the game. I would just have to start it all over. Like, wait, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I just after the first three Assassin's Creeds, which had a really great story in my mind, and there was like it all tied together and it was cohesive. Um, I just don't really care as much about the story anyway. It's more about like the world and the gameplay and like the the loop of like here's a new location, get the synchronization point, get all the collectibles, go to the next location. So that's kind of what's drawing me in and keeping me going. But I actually hundred percented two thirds of the map last night. Like you have two, you've played it, right, Daryl? We talked about this. Yeah. So mm -hmm. you know, like the River Atlantic area, and then there's like the North Atlantic or River Valley, and then like the North Atlantic or like the two sailing big maps in the game. Um, mm -hmm. So I hundred percented all the locations in both of those areas last night. So nice. all I have left is like one or two districts in New York, and then uh, I got to do like the legendary ship battles and stuff like that. So um nice yeah it's it's coming along coming along so yeah this is yeah. like one of my favorite games like maybe like top five games out of the series just because of the story because mm -hmm. it's, it's a different take on you know the other assassin games that you've played because you know you, you know the story oh i don't know if you know the story since you're always <laughs> a party chat uh, so, but, yeah. so for this game, I knew I was paying attention to the story probably for the first two sequences up to the point where Shay like switches teams, basically. And um, so I know the gist of like what's going on. Um, I know I recognized a character from Assassin's Creed 3 in there. So I saw how it tied in in that respect. And uh, yeah, I mean, I get I get like the idea of like how it's how it's different and, and the change of like the perspective and stuff. So that's cool. But I don't know, like, the, the nuance, necessarily, of, of what's going on in the story. Have you played Unity? No, I haven't played Unity. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The um, Rogue is kind of like a bridge between Assassin's Creed 3 and Unity. So, um, yeah, just keep an eye on the ending. Pay attention to that one. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm actually finding that I like the sections in the modern like some of my most favorite moments thus far have been when i get pulled out of the animus after certain sections and i'm like walking around the abstergo offices and like hacking computers and you get these like weird little like voice clips and memos and data files about uh what abstergo is looking for within these memories and so i love that kind of shit and then like when you find the the landmarks in the game and you can pull up some like historical facts about them i love reading that shit too um so yeah, there's there's definitely some good lore and story stuff there, but the moment to moment cinematics that I'm watching, I'm like, who the fuck? What? What? Who's who the fuck? Who's this guy? You know. So pretty uh pretty interesting. <laughs> um yeah, so that about does it I think for our uh updates. Appreciate the discussion there, guys. So one of the uh changes that came around or came around last episode was that we started doing uh, questions from our patrons. So if you are interested in supporting the Trophy Talk podcast, you remember to go check us out on patreon.com slash trophy talk podcast and uh, find a tier of support that makes sense for you. You can check out all the benefits that you get, all that fun stuff. And uh, we've been soliciting some questions uh, from, our, from our patrons. So we're going to answer a few of those today. 
and hopefully y'all enjoy. Anything you guys want to add before we get into these Patreon questions? Oh no, not again. It's not happening again. Twice in one episode. Okay, so let's get into let's get into the first question here. And this question is going to come at us from the illustrious Gary Cooper. So what he wants to know is bah, 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 what game got us into gaming? So what was the game that like when we played it as, as a kid, we were like, this is the hobby for me. This is super fun, etc., etc. Does anyone have a strong inclination to go first on this? Yeah. Sure. Oh, go ahead. So for me, um, I will say Terminator 2, the arcade game. What? That was the game that I got, I think when I was five, uh, on, on the Sega Genesis. That was my very first console. Oh, damn. And, yeah, I got that game for Christmas, I think, and it came with like this plastic gun that you could use. That was like a really cool uh game for me. And I was like, man, this is so cool. Like I'm taking out T one hundreds on screen and <laughs> you know, I'm fighting a judgment day. And and yeah, that was like one of the, the first games I played. And um I'm really glad Gary asked that question too, because when I was like kind of digging into this question, I like saw more games that I didn't even remember. And it dude, it made me feel some type of way. <laughs> like, I, like I was playing Sonic the Hedgehog, X Men, Jurassic Park. Oh, did you ever play this game on Genesis called Primal Rage? I've heard of it, but I've never played it. Ah, oh, damn. Okay, no, no worries. No worries. <laughs> yeah, these, these were some cool games that I played growing up, and uh, I'm gonna put it in the Discord. X Men talk about bangers. This one had a very cool soundtrack. And I was bumping it last night. My wife was like, what are you <laughs> listening to? I was like telling her, oh, I'm, I'm getting some uh, some things ready for the podcast. And she's like, X-Men? Like what? The video game? She's like, nah, yeah, this was the very first video game I played on the Sega Genesis. She was like, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she can't even imagine Baby Daryl. So she's like, Baby Daryl, were you still in. were you still a tall Simone guy when you're a baby? You're like four feet tall. Yeah, yeah I was like <laughs> no, four, five feet tall. <laughs> That's cool. I really liked the Sega Genesis always, but I'd never, I didn't own one, so missed out on a lot of that stuff. Yeah, it was fun. It, it definitely brought brought back some some childhood memories. That's cool. That's very cool. Uh, what about you, Eli? What was the game yeah. that got you into it? So it brought back a lot of uh, childhood memories as well. But I cannot remember like the first specific console or game I played. And neither can my mom. So if she can't remember, we're screwed. Because my mom knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we did, uh, we did a lot of traveling in my youth. And uh, so we actually skated in every state before I was out of high school. Damn. I was like a, that ended up being like a goal with our travel. Instead of like going to Disneyland every year, we just did we just went different places. Mm -hmm. Um so I think I mean Game Boy was big for the travel, and that's when Pokemon was was real hit, you know? Yep, yep. So, you know, Pokemon on, on GameCube um might have been first, but you know, again, these lines are 
are really blurred, uh, but I think it could have been PS2 because that's around the time frame okay. uh, coming out in like 2000. So I was like nine and I, my brother would have been 10. So that's about when we got our first console, but it might have been a PlayStation 1. Um, so like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater was big on those. And the Medal of Honor was our like big shooter game on on those consoles. Oh, yeah. Back back then. Um, but I don't feel like that would be the first game, though, because like we didn't play a lot of killing games. You know, I feel like Pokemon we, is we, maybe a good a good shout. Yeah. That was like a big, that was definitely the kind of the start of the, the nerddom, I guess. Do you remember if you Even had like the red or the blue version or if it was yellow? I, I don't remember those details. Okay. Okay. Um, I know I had a, a light for my GameCube or my, my Game Boy that didn't have backlights back then. <laughs> yep. I remember that too. <laughs> that was the thing you're like trying to play when you're in the car and like you're hoping your parents go under like yeah, one light. of the lights so you can like see the screen for like three seconds you're like okay all right <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah but it could have also been the master race i may have started i may have started with the master race it may end with the master race oh yeah there you go <laughs> because i know like sims and roller coaster tycoon empire earth were big staples in childhood gaming for me as well yeah um we actually had like centipede cubert space invaders those type of things oh carmen san diego <laughs> those kind of games on disc yep those were you know all this all this stuff started coming back to me but uh you know i still have those some of those games on disc in my house right here and i put a disc drive of my pc so you know i walk down memory lane maybe in store for me here soon that's really cool yeah um the the ps see that's where all these lines are blurred because i just remember like the big games on these consoles like NFL Blitz on the PS1 uh was like a big obsession on for me. Yeah. Uh Twisted Metal, Earthworm Jim, Crash Bandicoot. Um and I remember playing Grand Theft Auto at my neighbor's house whose dad let him have those kind of games. <laughs> so that was where we would sneak over and uh you know, we had a There's always my one brother. parent who like didn't care, <laughs> you know? Like yep. yeah. It was me and my brother and then there were uh like three girls in the neighborhood and then there was two other boys so uh yeah the the boys would get together and play grand theft auto is a it's always a hoot that's pretty Um, funny mm -hmm. and i think that's also where we played uh tony hawk's pro skater for the first time on n64 and i would have to say that's i'm not it is definitely probably the most influential game on me, I'm not sure it's uh, what really got me into gaming because it's actually what changed my life. Uh, got you into skating. It turned me on to skating, yeah. and that was my most like influential, involved hobby. Yeah, and it it still is. Yeah, like that was big. I remember like, dude, these tricks are so cool. How do you ollie? And like back then, we thought we had to like put our second foot underneath the board and like pull it up basically yeah ollieing is like it makes no sense when you're starting to skate you're like what the yeah. fuck is this there, yeah. <laughs> and then that kid got one of those magazines and it had the tony hawks trick tips in it and i was like oh you just slam down your back foot and slide it forward and we're like no way this what mm-hmm. this is silly and then eventually you know somebody gets a little pop and we're like oh oh my gosh oh no way 
And then we all just like are in our own garages by ourselves trying to learn how to ollie first. Yep. Stationary in the garage. That's the best. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's where it's at. Mm-hmm. And that was also the, we got Wolfenstein on the PC. It's kind of a funny story. Cause we didn't know what any of that stuff was. Um, so yeah, needless to say a, a first person shooter on PC, we were, we were pretty lost. Oh yeah. And that didn't last long. We were like, well, this is this is ridiculous. But I thought that was a pretty funny because that's a pretty decent series these days. And, it, you know, it has a long running uh, franchise. And we had our little experience and thought it was just complete garbage. Yeah, I mean, it was the it wasn't the first first person shooter, I don't think. But it was it was really, really early on. And it was before Doom. So it was like, yeah, yeah I mean, it's yeah, yep, good game. So those are. Those are my, that's just a kind of smattering overview <laughs> of, yeah, smattering. And Daryl brought up the arcade stuff, and Time Crisis 3 was my big arcade game, for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dump hours, dump I, I many quarters. the Simpsons arcade game a bunch, like the brawling, sort of like side, side-scrolling brawler for Simpsons. That was like the big one. Uh, and like House of the Dead was like another one I remember playing a lot at the arcade. Um, I think for the game that got me into it though, what I what I ended up landing on, I I had a Sega Saturn growing up, but uh, I don't like I liked those games, but none of them were like crazy crazy cool for me until I was a little mm-hmm. older and I started appreciating them a bit more. So I would go to my friend's house and we would play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Turtles in Time on the Super Nintendo, and that was definitely the game that got me into video gaming. So like we would go like hang out outside and like swim in the pool or whatever, and then it was like we'd come in and at night we would like stay up till like two or three a.m. trying to beat Turtles in Time. So that nice. was like, yeah, that was that was definitely the one for me. The other one that I was thinking though was was Pokemon because that was pretty early on that I got a uh, blue version for Christmas, and I remember playing that shit like nonstop. So <laughs> it was it was one of those two. I and it's hard for me to like parse out the timeline there when I was that young. I know they were both around when I was like six years old, seven years old, but I don't know exactly when, you know, mm-hmm. uh, maybe I was like seven or eight, but it's somewhere in that range. I, I got my Sega Saturn when I was five, but I didn't like really understand how to play games or like what to do with it until I was a little older. So yeah, I'll, I'll go with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time. Good question, nice. Gary. Thank you for that. And we actually, just to, to play catch up here, we got another question from Gary that we're going to be answering. And uh, that is, what is your most embarrassing and shameful trophy experience? So. Easy. Yeah, well, a little snake back. So I'll go first this time. Um, so I'll really quickly, I would say, I don't have like a, my name is Mayo or anything like that for me. But what it would be is like when I first started talking with like Eli and Daryl and other trophy hunters and looking at, like what my actual platinums were on my list and realizing that like nine out of my 10 or 11 platinums were telltale games was pretty eye-opening to be like oh my god like i don't actually have like really any platinums that are worth discussion like these are all just like beat the game and get it for free so that was pretty like i gotta i gotta get some platinums under my belt that are a little more uh a little more involved a little more legit so that's what i'll say for mine does that put me? Yeah, uh, you're go. Yeah, you go next. My, next in the snake. snake you're, in, body. you're in the snake. We're doing a snake draft. Yep. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, mine would be mine was recently. It was Energy Invasion. Oh God, I had such a tough time on that game mode where you had a time limit, and I think it was specifically level twenty-two. And uh, it was a quick, easy platinum, but it was not for me. So it kind of, <laughs> you know, took me down a peg. <laughs> That's a good answer. Uh, yeah. That's a good answer. Daryl, what about you? For me, um, I hate to say it, but I had something embarrassing happen in Portal Nights. Um, I mean, this game was an awesome game. I'm sure you guys can agree. Yeah, it's so great. But, uh, so good. No, so good. It was. <laughs> yeah. There's this trophy cubicle where you had to mine 53,596 blocks. <laughs> Dude, I would wake up early Saturday and Sundays, probably for like two weeks, and just like wake up at four in the morning, put the game on, bring out my drill, and just start mining blocks for like three, four hours. That, early in the morning, dude. That's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you put on a podcast and just like listen to something at the same time. Yeah, I was falling asleep. Well, my right hand, uh, my right finger on the trigger is just like mining away. <laughs> like that's all I was doing like for four hours. And I really didn't want to do it during like busier times of the day because that was just unproductive. So I did it like the early, you know, morning times because, you know, at least I, if I knock that out of the way, I can like do something else with my time during the day. Mm-hmm. So I'll just like wake up at like four in the morning and just do that. Like, oh my two god! Weeks straight, <laughs> crazy, dude. That's fucking wild. That game. <laughs> the things we do for trophies, man. Holy yeah. shit! Yep. It's a yep. little embarrassing, but it's that's very admirable. It, I mean, yeah. Props on you for getting hunting, the platinum in that game yeah. in the first place. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh man. It, it was my only uh, downside to the game. Other than that, it's a it's a pretty fun, amazing game. Unless you get glitched. Love it. Unless you get a glitch. Love yeah. it. <laughs> or like one of our coworkers who couldn't figure out how to beat the practice <laughs> dummy in the first world before realizing that you weren't supposed to beat it. It was a practice <laughs> dummy. <laughs> oh, big dummy. Some good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Some good stuff. Very good. Well, thank you for that other question, Gary. Much appreciated. And for our final question of the show, we're going to be answering from Patreon. This one comes to us from Pat the Trophy Hunter, who was on episode 24. So... If you have not listened to that episode, please go and give it a listen. Some great conversations there. So his question is, other than Fall Guys, if we could choose to have one game permanently removed from our PSN profile, what would it be? And I really appreciate the caveat of Fall Guys here because mm -hmm. all of us are never going to get that platinum. Unless they do yeah. private lobbies and change some stuff around. We've, we've talked about this before. So uh, given the snake draft situation, Daryl, you're up first for this one. What do you think? So this one came down to two games for me. Uh, it was a game versus a series. So it was for me, it was NBA 2K20 and all of the Call of Duty games, except for Modern Warfare. Okay. Because I don't really see myself going back, buying the DLC packs for the multiple Call of Duty games. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. I don't want to have to pay money for that. And some of them are pretty tough as it is. Like Black Ops 4 is pretty hard. And then trying to get dlc trophies too i don't really want to do that um i think i have like three games on my list call of duty uh games and i don't really see myself going back to those to do dlc trophies yeah. just from a financial perspective yep yep and uh nba 2k20 
has some pretty tough trophies in there. Uh, really long, grindy trophies that you have to do. But if I had to pick one, it'll probably be like the Call of Duty series, just because for 2K20, I do like basketball every now and then. So playing a basketball sim is not a big deal for me. Yep. Um, but yeah, from a financial perspective, I don't really want to see Call of Duty on my list because there's too many DLC trophies. I don't have enough money for all that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Eli, what about you? Um, so yeah, this is a little toss up. I've realized I had LA Cops on here, but I think that's more of like an embarrassing moment. Mm-hmm. I couldn't beat that game. I gave up. And uh, so if I, I guess three on three freestyle, speaking of basketball, was a mistake. There is a tutorial trophy. Yep. And uh, Horizon Chase Turbo will always haunt me. Oh, you can get that. Calm down. No, that'll never happen. <laughs> but I think my big one that I would want to get rid of is Shadow of Mordor Game of the Year Edition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember Because this. I had that. Yeah, I wanted to get the DLC trophies for Shadow of Mordor. And I was like, oh, wow, look at this. The Game of the Year comes with the DLC. And it's cheaper than the DLC because the DLC would never go on sale. So I decided to buy that and I started playing that. I was like, oh, wow, another list on my list. And I was like, great, this is whatever. I'll get to the part where I can get to the DLC and see if it pops on both of them. And uh, it did not. Did not at all. Son of a bitch. (laughs) So, yeah, I quit after that. Was pretty upset. Tried to return the game. That's when I found out they had a terrible return service. And I also also tried to return God of War to get, like, the better edition. They're like, oh, you downloaded it. You can't return it. I was like, what? Last time when I tried to return Shadow Mordor, you said it's because I played it. Now I've downloaded it. And you tell me, like, what? Yeah. Yeah. You feel like you're making stuff up. Yeah, they probably were. (laughs) What? Yeah. So it would be that for me. Oh, I did buy the the DLCs were finally on sale, and I bought those. And uh, then I thought I heard something about those, like them being removed or changed or something. But I don't know. I bought them, and uh, I'll probably never play them. All right. Well, very (laughs) Shadow of Mordor Game of the Year edition for me. That's a good answer for sure. Um, I have too many trophies on my list that are like one percent or two percent. Which really sucks. So I'm going to go with the oldest one in the book, which is the Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, Mm. I have two bronzes in that. It's at 1%. The bottom of my list on PSN profile is literally the first game I played. And, um, you know, it's like I didn't hate the game, but it wasn't what I was looking for in uh, an Elder Scrolls experience. And even if I did decide to go back and make some more progress on this game, there's so many DLCs at this point that my rank is probably never going to be above an for that game so yeah i'm gonna go ahead and say i would scrub the elder scrolls online uh honorable mention uh is gonna get where did i just put it honorable mention does go to injustice gods among us ultimate edition which i played at a friend's house on my account and popped a single trophy for and i'm sitting at a one percent and i don't like fighting games so that's that's another one that i would potentially get rid of so yeah my choices so thank you for the questions uh gary and pat much appreciated continue to send those in we we solicit questions from our uh from our patrons here at the gold and platinum tiers uh every single time we do one of these recordings so if you're interested in getting your question read on air again go ahead and check out patreon.com slash trophy talk podcast and uh 
you don't have to go gold or platinum tier, but uh, if you want your questions read, you do. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we hope you enjoy. Uh, with that being said, no, I do want to give well, a shout out. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, speaking of the the Patreon and the new things, uh, I got some of the Teespring merch. Ooh. So teespring.com slash Trophy Talk Podcast. And uh, I think the quality is greater than the Stream Elements store we had. Oh, that's so, good to hear. And and there's definitely there's some new styles. The mask I got is super comfortable. Uh, I really like the hoodie with the small print on the chest pocket. You know. Yep. Um, Looking stylish. It fit the the clothes are a little higher quality and they fit uh, a little more normal. <laughs> They're a little bigger. That's good to hear. Yeah. yeah. So go and check out get get your merch going right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for the update on that, sir. Um, yeah, one last thing with Patreon here. If you are a Silver and Up member, we, uh, you know, you get your name shouted out at the end of every show as well. So if you want to pimp yourself a little bit, that's a good way to go about it. And I did want to give a special thanks, given that information here, to uh, Slugger, to Pat the Trophy Hunter, uh, to Lucas Rowell, or Luchow. Again, not quite sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly, so I apologize if I am not. And to Gary Cooper our patrons. So thank you guys very much for your continued support of the trophy talk podcast really means a lot to us. And uh, that's about it in terms of the show goes. Um, So as is tradition, I'm going to give you guys a chance to pimp your socials where people can find you at all that fun stuff. Eli, where can people find you? Oh, they can find me uh, on rocket league. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Uh, YouTube's Narshard13. Uh, I've been not streaming as much, but they're probably be doing some more. Uh, watch my son try to get through the rings levels on the Rocket League pods. Pretty good kick. There you go. And uh, Instagram, Narshredder13. And same with Twitter's kind of falling off, but Instagram is, is where, where I'm at, where you could actually find me. There you go. Mm-hmm. Daryl, what about you, sir? You can find me at Lord Drink getting smacked around by Belgarios. <laughs> 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 on Twitch at the Tall Simone Guy. You can also find me on Instagram, the Tall Simone Guy. Right on, right on. You can find me on uh, PSN, sorry, at CK Present. Uh, that's also my name now on uh, Patreon and on YouTube. So look around, you will, you will find me. I'm not streaming currently. So unfortunately, you cannot come along for those journeys with me in ac rogue although i'm not sure what's happening on those journeys so really who knows right (laughs) um i did want to say a special thank you again to our patreon supporters remember to go and check out the patreon page at patreon.com slash trophy talk podcast but additionally if you're listening on itunes or apple Podcasts, leave us uh reviews that you think are fair leave comments that really helps us find a new audience and continue to grow same goes for soundcloud if you're listening there don't forget to like the track it's a very simple thing one click and it really helps us a lot. And if you're not following us on SoundCloud already or on Apple Podcasts, if you're not subscribed, go ahead and please do that as it really helps the show. So thank you all very much for listening to what has been a, a great and rather lengthy episode, actually, I must say, for the Trophy Talk podcast. We will catch you in the next episode. Take care.